Hi, this is Emily Trotter, and you're listening to Coffee Talk on the Nothing But Fine Network, where my friend Helen and I talk about whatever we want. We're glad you're here. Hi. I Hello. Mean, I mean, I just, I am always amazed with us. I, <laughs> I am too. Um, I mean, we don't practice that. We Can you tell? <laughs> no, I cannot. Because we are just so in sync. It's dialed in. Mm-hmm. It's dialed in. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure anybody else is agreeing with us. <laughs> but, you know, I think it works. And I'm comfortable with it. I'm very comfortable with it. So I think today we're going to talk about something that is really important, and especially after our last episode, um, where we made everyone um, really think about things and get in their feels. Um, So this week we're going to talk about emotional support dogs. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Well, emotional support animals. Animals in general, because we all know we used to think that that could just be dogs, but now it's not. Now it's any species. Mm-hmm. And what brought this to our mind was uh, this meme on Instagram has been circulating again. Uh, it's 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 a woman getting on a plane with a peacock. <laughs> and she doesn't go to the window seat. She stays in the aisle. She- and that peacock has got a tail out the whole time. And all <laughs> I could think of was when the drink cart comes through, how, how are they going to be able to give their, their snacks? <laughs> How how are they going to be able to pass out their pretzels and peanut juice? And, yes. Um, and who picks a peacock as an emotional support animal? I mean, peacocks are not cute and cuddly. I mean, they're gorgeous. And someone asked, someone said, you know, what if they fan out on the plane? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, oh. I'm looking because this this peacock that you're speaking of had a really great name and oh, what I, is it? and I'm trying to figure it out. I've completely, I did not write it down in my research. Oh my God. I know. I'm so disappointed. Um, so another passenger says, uh, so we can take peacocks, but only a tablespoon of shampoo onto an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a weapon. That's witty right there. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. right. What a good point. Well, and Tony Baker, um, <laughs> He's on Instagram. He is a comedian. He's the one that started, I think, started all the animal voiceovers. And so he got a hold oh, of this and yes. did it. And it's hilarious because he's like, because he loves the name Natalie. He used Natalie. He uses, I don't know if he says <laughs> Natalie in this one or not, but in my mind he does. Yes. He's like, Natalie, my tail's out. <laughs> I mean, you got to watch my tail, Natalie. I need to be in that window seat. I mean, it's hilarious because he gives this whole perspective on peacocks that they're out for themselves. They're not. They're not helping you. Who's supporting who here? The human is actually the peacock's emotional support animal. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Well, I can't find the daggum name, but I have. Stay tuned. We'll we'll come back. We'll come back to it. Um, You know what? We should. We should define though. What is an emotional support animal? Because yes, it has a, an actual technical definition. Yes. It is any animal companion that offers some type of benefit to an individual with some form of disability. The animal is intended to provide companionship and support that helps alleviate at least one aspect of the disability. Okay, I can get behind that. Okay, good. Emily approves. I approve of that. Emily now, approves. the thing is, people are completely crazy. <laughs> yes. And have taken that and and <laughs> ruined it. 
Oh, they have. I think for the people that actually need it. So, you know, some would agree with you, Emily. I think I'm one of those people that would agree with you. They, yeah, they have, um, especially for, for air travel. Yes. They've ruined it for air travel. Yes, they have. Um, And I think that's what most people are really kind of presented with, you know, Um, that's where you see it. Yeah. You don't ever notice service animals necessarily Mm -hmm. until you're on an airplane. Locked in a cabin with one. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I've only ever come across dogs. I've never come across a peacock. Well, neither have I. Neither have I. But I but, would have had my picture made with it. Yeah. But, you know, then the question is, not all of them can you approach. I well, wonder if the peacock's approachable. That's the thing, though. So the, the um, in 2020, I mean, this is how, how serious it's gotten. In 2020, the U.S. Department of Transportation had to make changes to this, like, this air flight. It's called the Air Carrier Access Act. Because previous to 2020, peacocks were coming on airplanes. I mean, any animal could come on an airplane. A duck. Why? A duck was on the airplane. A, actually, um, the duck is apparently pretty cool. Um, that pe- they, is it people the one said that they I've, liked the duck. The seductive, this is Instagram handle. I don't handle. know. I don't know, <laughs> but the, I hope it is. It's the duck that ran the New York Marathon. <laughs> no. And he wears little red shoes or she. I don't know. if It's a pecking duck. Is it's his like, name like Duncan or something like that? Oh, I don't know. But <sighs> I can't remember what his name is, but I follow him on Instagram now. Because okay. It's, it's Hold, under- please. Yes, it's seductive. Seductive. <laughs> <laughs> See, I appreciate Love that. It. And it's that. Okay. So tell me what the oh, ASMR. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. What's that? Mm-hmm. What is it? It's like the sound. It, ASMR. What did I say? That's a, no, you didn't. But that's like a totally. That's a, a totally different topic that we probably need to do a podcast on. Well, this is how I found this this duck. <laughs> the duck does ASMR because it was him running down a hall, and so it's his little feet. But what does ASMR stand for? Okay, I I don't know. We'll have to look that up, but it's something okay, about the sounds a, that this, make you calm. This is a future episode. You guys here it's heard totally. it here first. This is, we're going to put a pin in this, but that's how I found the duck. Seductive. Wrinkle. Oh, Wrinkle. That's is it. that duck's name. Wrinkle okay, the duck. He, he ran the, he ran the New York marathon. That's what his fame started. Currently following Wrinkle. No. So this duck is named, was named Duncan or something like that. That came on this airplane. Adorable and people really liked him. Apparently, was he was one of the very well ones? behaved. Um, looked if I remember, it was a brownish, okay, brownish duck. Um, oh, but so because of all of the animals that were just being brought on the airplanes Duncan. because of Duncan and pigs, a pig, there was a pig on an airplane. Um, why apparently, so the, why? the U.S. <laughs> Department of, Edu- of Transportation said, uh, this has gotten ridiculous, yeah. um, enough, and so told the airlines that they no longer have to qualify emotional support animals as service animals or as pets. Hmm. So they, which gave them the freedom to say, you know, yes, your dog can come on because it can sit in your lap. No, your emotional support pig may not come on because (laughs) they're stinky. A giant pig. (laughs) It's Um, because they don't require you to buy them a ticket, do they? No, not if they're qualified as um, service animals. Because they we come were, on for free. Well, we were on a flight with our children, and Jake is incredibly allergic to pet dander, Uh-oh. especially labs. And there was a lab sitting in the row with him. Oh, cute, precious dog. Mm-hmm. 
the owner was not friendly. <laughs> and so poor Jake, I mean, and it's not a serious, I mean, it's just complete congestion and yeah. sneezing and can't breathe through the, who is his nose. nose and all that stuff. But so Jim was furious because Jim travels all the time. And so he sees this. Yeah. And so he's like, you know, this guy has got this gigantic lab in a row of three. The lab is not in a seat. And he's just now, granted, they were in the bulkhead, mm-hmm. so they had a little bit extra room, but the dog was miserable and panting the whole time. Oh, like he was nervous. Yeah. He needed an emotional support, something as well. <laughs> and here's Jake, who is closed up with an animal that gives him severe allergies. Yeah. That he can't. Poor old guy. And sneezing, 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 yeah. eyes watering. And so Jim was like, you know, what is the. Where no are the one, rules? Yeah, no one yeah. said, hey, no one came to us and said, hey, there's an emotional support animal going to be sitting with you. Mm-hmm. Do you, are you okay with that? Right. And do you have any allergies or allergies any reason that, that you couldn't sit beside this, this animal? Yes. That would be, that would be the respect, the respectful thing to do. Right. Would be to tell, yeah, because you are, you're, that's the thing about flying in general is like you're sharing a cabin, a with, small space, a small space. With complete strangers yeah. who all, we all have our different ways of doing life. And, um, you know, the image I can't get out of my head is when I was, when I was researching this topic is the, the image of this old elderly husband and wife couple and their emotional support mini horse. <laughs> have you seen that picture? On a plane? On an airplane. <laughs> a mini horse. And it was the size of a dog. But it was a horse and it was standing like you're, you know, you and your husband are in the seat and then the horse is directly in front of them with its little muzzle out in the, you know, aisle. I mean, did it stand up the whole time? Apparently. It was, I mean, it was big. It was a horse. Yes, it was a mini horse, but it was a horse. Yes. On an airplane. And I mean, they don't control their bowels well. Well, that's the thing. You, There's all these rules about like how you have to be able to, now you have to apply 48 hours in advance before you... um before you can bring your animal on board with you and you have to um, have sign an affidavit to, to like to swear essentially that your dog won't poop on the plane <laughs> or you're a horse. I mean, um, or that you're going to be able to handle it, like do something about it. How mm. can you, how can you know that your horse is going to get up there and not <laughs> have to have a poo poo? I mean, how do you know? This is when wearing a mask is going to come in handy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we've got a horse with diarrhea up here. Get your mask out. Somebody drop these oxygen things from the ceiling, okay? It's awful in here. God, could you imagine? Oh, I can't. I hate to fly enough as it is. Yeah. Do not. I need my own emotional support I know. dog with me. I can't deal with other people's. It makes me more anxious. Well, and that. Okay. Some turbulence happens. You better share your emotional support animal with Seriously. me. But that's the thing, like, some, so some people are wondering if they actually work, you know, like yeah. if it, if it is, if it's something that actually helps people. And so the research has not been able to demonstrate that emotional support animals are any more beneficial than just a regular pet. Right. So, you know, in having them with you at all times, like, I don't, they, they haven't been able to determine whether that, I mean, apparently there's not quite enough research well, and there are about no qualifications it, for the pet. That's the thing. You it's can like, name it. You can call whatever you. That obviously you can call you can anything. Call anything. I mean, uh, rattlesnakes. You know, a boa constrictors. Oh, uh-uh. You, <laughs> an alligator. Uh-uh. There was an emotional support alligator. 
Um, you know, it's just, <laughs> and I get it because uh, I love animals and I do connect with animals on a, you know, on a level similar to a, how I connect with humans. No, they but, made a horror movie called Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. And get this, somebody who brought their emotional support snake onto an airplane lost the snake and the next group of people that came on the airplane, the, uh, the poor guy, could you imagine that? Pilot had to come on <laughs> the loudspeaker Mm-mm. and say, "Folks, oh, uh, I can't. I can't. I, she's got to leave. She's got to leave. <laughs> she just jumped up out of her chair, y'all. <laughs> Emily just jumped up out of her chair. I'm hugging my. I'm over here hugging my. She's fan hugging your fan and my peppermint diffuser. <laughs> but it's true. He had to come oh, on the loudspeaker <laughs> and say, "We don't know where it is." And then they found what it. What if you reach down to your bag well, to get your book out and you come out with, with a, a handful snake. of snakes? Well, it was just the, yeah, just the one snake. I'm sorry I'm shouting. <laughs> I just am so upset by this. So this would not be a good emotional support animal for Emily. No. No. No, no, no. <laughs> Could you imagine the person who found it? I mean, they because they found it on that next flight. And um, did the guy fly back with his snake, or did he go on? I don't know. It? I don't know. There wasn't enough information. And if he did go on without it, then he wasn't really an emotional no. support animal because See? you can't go on without your emotional support yes. animal. No, I, you. That's when you're going to need some emotional support <laughs> right. if you've lost your snake. Right? How did I can't? I have so many questions. And I, if I could pers- find this person that had a snake on an airplane. I would shove them. She would shove them. I would shove their shoulders. I would just push them as hard as I could. That is awful. I know. I am going to have nightmares. I The next flight oh, no. I take, I'm going to go, does anyone on this flight have an emotional support <laughs> snake with them? Because I need to rebook. See, and I think, though, that, that this new um, law that's been passed is going to disallow that. Because... <laughs> because most people now are going to, well, most airlines now are going to be able to say, eh, it's a snake. We don't do snakes. <laughs> no one yeah. likes them, but you, sir. Yeah, exactly. You're sorry. Ma'am, I don't care if it's your accessory. You will not wear it draped around your neck for the duration of this flight. <laughs> See, and this is not related yet, sort of, because clearly I have a thing with reptiles. Uh-huh. I don't like them at all. Oh. At all? At all. No. Uh-uh. Not even a, mm-hmm. not even a little no, 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 no. Lizard? No. No. Oh gosh. Okay. I don't think she's going to be able to go on. I have to compose on, myself. <laughs> no, I saw something yesterday that a man was arrested. Mm-hmm. Did I put this on my stories? I think I put this on my stories because I was so upset by it. A man was arrested smuggling snakes and reptiles. Into our country. Oh. They were in his clothing. Oh. In bags. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like we have enough snakes and lizards here. In our country. That they don't need to be smuggled in. <laughs> what kind were they? I, it didn't say. Oh. And I really couldn't do any more research on it because I was so bothered by it. Wow. Why? That's dedication to a species right there. To put it in your body. I mean, on your... 
person. I mean, I get here, and this is the this is how crazy I am. I'm like, I understand smuggling drugs. I, mean, <laughs> I get it. People are addicted to that stuff, and you yeah. know, push comes to shove. I you just mm-mm, mm-mm. sir, is that a snake in your pocket? No, I'm just happy to see you, officer. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I love. We're off track. I love all animals and reptiles included. I used to have one as a pet. Mm-mm, I had a bearded wrong. dragon. Um, it was a good little pet. What happened but, to it? Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Is this is my pro- no? It's not. It's it's wonderful. It's actually a story of of freedom and redemption. Oh, he got um, loose. <laughs> yeah, he <I> got loose. <laughs> How long ago was this? Um, the next time I'll know when I come to your house that I should be on the lookout. Well, I don't think he lives with us anymore. Okay. Um, he used to just roam freely around the house because honestly, I'm not, I don't do well with animals that have to live in cages. Yeah. It makes me sad. So, um, Born free. yeah, exactly. So I um, would just let him out and he'd kind of hang out, you know, and he'd you'd walk into the living room and he'd be like up on the sofa, like <laughs> looking around. What was his name? I need to know his, his name. His name was Falcor. Of course it was. You know from the never-ending story, oh, yeah, yeah, the I luck know. dragon? Yeah. Hey, Sebastian. Hey, Sebastian. Um, reminded so. me of um, Tippy. Tippy. That went to that went from Auburn? Auburn to us. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tippy. Where are you? Tippy, shout out if you're there. Yeah. So anyway, Falcor. He hung out with us for a long time, just like around. Um, scared the dickens out of my husband. Do, does not. He does not care for uh, for reptiles very much. Um, okay, so the, more the best was <laughs> the best was one. Uh, it was coming up on Christmas, and it was just getting cool enough in Columbus to make a fire. And um, or no, what was no? This is what it was. Coke was on the, in the living room on a work call. And he looks over, and there's some rustling around in the fireplace, and he looks over, and Falcor comes crawling out of the ashes of our fire, like last night's fire. Was he getting over, warm? I get, I don't know what he was doing. He's a he's a weird little dude, but um, but he just disappeared. Yeah, he just disappeared. Yeah, he just one day just never kind of showed up again. So um, either poor he's coat. I mean, poor outside. Coat because hey, listen, he lived for a little bit going. <laughs> I got to open this drawer. <laughs> Will the lizard be in here? That's Falcor. You know, that's true. Falcor, if you're there, can can you just make a noise so I'm not scared to death when you pop out? Can you just scratch if you're in there, Falcor? Okay. Yeah. I'm opening the drawer now. He did. He did. Uh, you know what? You're right. You're right. <laughs> Poor coat. You're going to go home and apologize for I that. For that, I am. For, for that, that just, just for that one. one. Yeah, just, just for that, though. For the lizard. But it's gone now. It's, it is. It's, it's all gone. And we're not going to do another caged creature. And we're not going to do another reptile. Free range reptile. We're not going to do that anymore. Well, you can find those outside. Yeah, you can. <laughs> but to bring it back to topic, Falcor was not my emotional support wizard. <laughs> as much as you love him. He did not support me emotionally. He just didn't. Well, I'm not sure he had the capacity to. I don't think he did. I feel I like reptiles are pretty self-serving. I, I mean, I would say so after having shared my life with one for a little while. Um, I mean, just look at the Garden of Eden. I mean, <laughs> Snake was all about himself. All about himself. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's that. There's that. Um, well, you know, because we, I, I think there's validity in these emotional support animals. 
maybe not for everyone. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not saying that every animal, therefore, is an emotional support animal. Right. But I mean, we've looked into it. We we have looked into an emotional support dog for, for one of our sons. And um, I do think it would be beneficial. Mm-hmm. But we just haven't. They're super expensive. Oh, my gosh. They're so expensive. Because the training that they go through and all of that. Yeah. And um, and I think that... and and. We had that feeling, and then the class, they. this is my teenager, one of my teenagers was in, was in a class this year, that the teacher didn't, it wasn't <laughs> necessary. it was her brother's emotional support dog, and her brother had passed away, so she inherited this dog. Oh. And she brought it to school with her, because turns out the emotional support dog needed some emotional support of his own, oh. and did not want to be left alone. But he would be in the classroom and just lay there. And the teacher was like, she she pulled me aside one day. We passed her and she was like, I just want to tell you uh, how much that dog <laughs> likes your child. Wow. <laughs> and he would go to class and just oh. talk to that dog and pet it and just and listen better. Get and out. And be calm enough. Now, he also loved the teacher and right. is not opposed to the subject, so that helped as well. But, I mean, and now the teacher has had to retire, but um, for health reasons. So it's, and, and Bo was sad that she left. <laughs> but he was like, but the dog. Really sad about the dog. Charlie is gone. Oh. <laughs> See, and that's the thing that these, I think, if your dog, you, you said an important thing, that the animal has to have training. Yeah. It's not just any old rabbit that you get at, you know, Petco. Yeah. That's going to be your emotional support rabbit. Absolutely I mean, not. It has to have go through extensive training. Yes. And then the animal can cue in. Yeah. To people who are in need to when they're when you do are feeling nervous. When you're feeling nervous, your body emits certain chemicals that dogs can pick up on. Yeah. And maybe other animals can too. But we know for sure that dogs can. Valcor could not. Valcor could not. He had no idea what I was feeling. Mm-hmm. Bless his little lizard heart. <laughs> um, <laughs> but my dog, Hazel, the best girl, um, she knows what I'm feeling. Yeah. And she knows she'll, she'll, she comes and puts a head on my knee when I, when I need it. Yeah. Um, and she's never had a lick of training. She just yeah. kind of is tuned in. Well, I think some <laughs> dogs too are, this is turned into an do- upset about dogs. <laughs> I think some dogs are more, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, perceptible maybe, or tuned into that uh-huh. perceptive, perceptive. Thank you. Is perceptible a word? Maybe. I don't, I don't, I don't think it is. Um, so imperceptible. Okay. That's a word. Yeah. But uh, I was looking for perceptive. <laughs> thank you. Um, anyway, so I, I think that some dogs are more, not even, I'm not even going to say some breeds. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say some specific dogs yeah. because we have two English Cocker Spaniels. One of them is very, Oh, she's crying. Uh-huh. I'm going to go sit right by her. Uh-huh. And the other one is like, <laughs> and yes, I do say that to their face. So that's okay. it won't be, it's not going to hurt anybody's feelings if it gets out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, it, it, it works. Yeah. And a lot of people, you know, there's a dogs for people who've been through traumas who, um, how about there's people there's dogs for people who have high blood pressure because just the 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 mere fact of being in a room with an animal sometimes can lower your blood pressure um hmm. and can calm you down um they also help you cope with pain like mm. there's there's studies that say that being around an animal will help you if you've got like just consistent pain in your life yeah um 
And then of course, depression and anxiety and things like that. Yeah. Um, these emotional support animals, I mean, they lift your spirits. I've been to, to my therapist now the past two weeks in a row and I've seen three different dogs. Wow. Yeah. So are they office dogs or are they coming with they're people? coming with people? Oh, wow. Yeah. See, because I'm a big fan of and I wish that we had these in our schools, the reading. Yes. I think Mac would really benefit from that. But 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 then again, we have four dogs at home and that they do not. help. <laughs> well, but in a setting like a school setting, I think yeah. it would be different there. There's a dog that you can um, that it's a retired um, police dog mm. that will come and visit your school and you can read to him. Um, or your students can read to it. Yeah. And um, man, it's good for those kids who don't um, feel confident reading. Yeah. Um, they just sit next to a dog and just the tell the story. Just, they do not have any judgment for that's you. That's the thing. That's the thing. Because they're laying no there judgment. saying, I hear you talking. I don't understand a word you're saying. But man, I like the sound of your voice. I like to be here with you. Yeah. The other, this week, um, I teach a Bible study too. If you guys didn't know that, you can find it on Bible Talk. Let me yeah. pl- let me plug myself. You can also watch it on Instagram, my Instagram, Emily B. Trotter. Wednesday mornings, usually at ten ish. I'm sometimes late, but this last time, um, my our lab we have a lab named Dolly who is incredibly trained, and she came to us when she was three, but she refused to go back in the house when I was leaving. She looked at me like I'm not staying here. I am going with you <laughs> because she usually goes to work with Jim, so she's used to being out and about. But she went with me and I looked up during while I was teaching and my uncle Chris is sitting in there and he's just petting her Aww. and stroking her. And I was like, you know, I think she needs to come on Wednesday morning. Yes. I, was <laughs> I think Dolly to... should be a, a, a recurring guest. I think that would be great. Mm-hmm. So if also if you go on our website, she you might be able to see her. Because she would not leave me alone while um, <laughs> she we were taking picture made. while we were taking photographs, um, so she yeah. might be in there. I think she just knew she just knew she was going to have a role in this. <laughs> yes, empire you're building, and, and she could feel my yeah. my unease of being in front of the camera. So oh, um, that probably too. But it's the best sweater ever. I'm wearing a toucan sweater, <sighs> and Dolly should be visible in the pictures. Oh, sweet Dolly! Unless she gets cropped out, it, it does. I don't know. <laughs> But, you know, so I think there's something calming and soothing about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I don't actually, I don't discount the fact that people get emotional support from their pigs and from their horses <laughs> and from their ducks. I don't discount that. I think it, I do think it's lovely. Sugar gliders. Sure. What the heck is a sugar glider? Um, it's a rodent. Um, it's like a squirrel, but it has... Um, uh, a membrane of skin that connects their hands to their feet and they can, um, gl- it's called a patagium is the skin, the membrane and they can glide is it like a flying the squirrel. Air. It's is- a flying squirrel, but it's like a flying squirrel. It's oh, okay. not a flying squirrel, but it's the same idea. It's its own thing. Yeah. <clears throat> and people keep them as pets. Um, they're, I think they're native to like, um, like New Zealand or something like that. Um, they're great. Someone smuggled them in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But they're ubiquitous. I mean, people, you can find flying squirrels everywhere. Um, the first squirrel I ever raised was a flying squirrel. Um, I mean, are they yeah. around? Yeah. There? Yeah. They're nocturnal though. So you don't see them a lot. Um, oh. but, uh, but yeah, it was my first, his name was pocket. He was so cute. <laughs> he was the best. What happened? Did you let him go? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh. Gave, gave him back to the, to mom and nature. But yeah, but I wouldn't take him on an airplane. You know, he wasn't, again, he wouldn't, he supported me emotionally in some ways, but he wasn't airworthy. We'll put it that way. He likes to fly on his own. He doesn't need the plane. He doesn't need the airplane. No. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know. I have lots of thoughts. Because <laughs> so I knew somebody, well, I know someone who, I don't know them well. And another person I know knows them better was a part of this process uh-huh. of this pet that they got yeah. and went to the trouble of classifying themselves as someone that needed an emotional support animal. Okay. So that this pet, this dog is a little teacup dog uh-huh. could fly in their purse on planes. Mm. And my friend made this point and I think it's helpful. It's a valid point. You have just admitted <laughs> to the government that you are mentally unstable. <laughs> I mean, we've all known it, but now you've made it official. Now you've made it official. And I'm just not sure that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> that, and I never looked at it from that, from that lens before, through that lens. See, we could get really dark and conspiracy yeah. level here, but I mean... Well, think about this, though. Although my phone knows that when I call, I mean, I know it's listening when I call and reorder my Zoloft. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. But I'm not ashamed of it. Well, and I don't think you should be ashamed of it, Emily. I think that... I so mean, they already know I'm crazy. They, yes. <laughs> but here's the thing that I do think you need to be wary of. If you are intending to fly with an animal and you're going to call it your emotional support animal, but really you just want to... Um, you just don't want to pay for your dog to fly or whatever, your pig. Um, or your mini horse. Or your mini horse. Or your peacock. You do have to provide all this data. You have to provide, you have to have a letter from a psychiatrist or a psychologist. I can't remember which one's which. So, because they, well, psychiatrist um, prescribes, prescribes medicine. medicine. So you have to have a letter from that doctor saying that you, um, that you require one and in revealing your mental, your diagnosis. See? Mm-hmm. And then um, you have to sign all these papers that say like, yes, the dog is well behaved or the animal won't poop all over the floor or doesn't <laughs> need to eat, you know, whatever. It's not going to bite. Someone. Not gonna, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not going to bite. Um, so basically you're like um, having to be, you know, dishonest about certain things. I mean, especially yeah. if it's just a pet. Um and that's not going to get you very far. I mean, no. Yeah, so it's going to get you in a mess. It's going to get you in a mess. You want to fly with your big animal? Buy it a ticket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just buy it a ticket. Just buy it a ticket. And then if they want to say that they can't come in, then yeah, yeah. you can take it up with them later. <laughs> Try again later, sir. <laughs> well, this has been eye-opening i agree especially the mini horse and that awful snake portion yes um, <laughs> sorry about that em that's okay but well, now i'm gonna be super well you wary just, you just call me tonight if what you do you have, have in that bag if you <laughs> sir what's in that bag <laughs> your bag is moving oh <laughs> uh, did you bring it with you or is it just in there is it already is there? It yours or someone else <laughs> Do we have snakes on a plane? Uh, yeah. So, Helen, read us a poem that's oh calm and soothing, uh, okay. please. I will do such. I will do that. I need an emotional support poem. 
Let's see. Who's it going to be today? Notice more. This is called Notice More. There are miracles just laying on the ground. See there, a piece of mica winking, a diamond in the red clay. And there, lichen like little teacups, a tea party on a twig. Hear that? A hawk sings about her supper, her miracle from the ground. Poor mouse. And over there, a katydid on a branch, leaf wings folded and still as a prayer. Miracles just waiting for us, or not. They go on, whether or not we notice them. Thank you guys for listening. We're so glad you were here today. Give us five stars, tell all your friends, and we will never stop saying that. (laughs) We love you. And we'll see you next time. Bye. That may have been off key.